I'm going to date myself a bit, but a long time ago when I was a young child of about five, I remember the first TV that I watched. It was only a 12-inch screen, and it was in a big, big wooden box. And um, most of the time when you could watch it, because it didn't work all that very often, but um, the screen was often very fuzzy. It was like a snow screen oftentimes when you were watching it, and my parents were always adjusting it. As I said, it didn't have that many programs on it to begin with. And then a few years later, I remember we got a bigger TV screen. It was maybe twice as big, but it was still in black and white. The reception was much better. Now there was a lot more programs to watch, programs that I was more interested in. Began to see, able to watch cartoons, things like Walt Disney, those kinds of programs. And then a few years later came the ultimate. Quite a few years later, in fact. Color TV. But not all programs were still being broadcast in color. But when they did put a program on in color, I still remember very clearly, and some of you probably can remember this, these words. The following program is brought to you in living color. And when you saw a program that was broadcast in color, it was like it was really in life. It was really brought to you in life, so alive. And of course, now we have these giant flat screen TVs in HD, and it's going to even be beyond that here shortly, streaming video and on and on. Of course, probably most of us here were watching the Olympics this week, and as you watched them, it was like you were right there cheering in the stands, those breathtaking swim races that we all watched, how thrilling it was. When Jesus Christ lived some 2,000 years ago, well, we are called to know him now in just the same way, like he is right here, to have a personal relationship with him, because he is here with us right now. And to God, today's gospel brings home that our relationship with him will have an effect upon every part of our lives. So we ask ourselves this question, what is my relationship with Jesus Christ like? Is it fuzzy or snowy, kind of coming in, my reception, like those early 12-inch TV screens? Or is it just in black and white and not really that very real? Or is it in HD, color, vivid, very, very real? Nothing is more important in life than my relationship with Jesus Christ. Nothing. That is the most important relationship that we must have. You know, if we have never known anything but that snowy black and white screen and have never known the reality in life of an HD flat screen color TV, then you really don't know what it is that you are missing. So if your relationship is just the fuzzy black and white 
relationship with Jesus, that affects everything the way you live. And I'm convinced that a lot of Catholics, that's where they're at. That's why it doesn't matter if they walk right out of church right after they receive communion or if they don't even open a book um, to sing a song or they don't even bother three quarters of the time to, to come to church, if ever. In a 12-inch world, it's best if I just give a two-minute homily and end it now or just be dispensed with the whole thing completely and totally. But Christ came for only one thing, so that we can live in communion with God. Nothing is more important than my relationship with Jesus Christ. Being a friend with Jesus Christ is more important than receiving the sacraments, more important than coming to Mass on Sunday. That's important. But my living relationship with him is far important, more important than that. And being a friend with him means following him. It means daily listening for his call and obeying it when it comes. And that's not the easy part always. Because obeying Christ means oftentimes going against the grain in this world that we live in. Sometimes we'll be in conflict with the social trends, other people's desires. We should not be looking for these conflicts, but we should not be naive either to think that they won't happen. Being true to Christ is not always going to be easy. It might well affect our closest relationships, as Jesus makes very clear in the Gospel today. We will be divided against those who will oftentimes be closest to us, our family. But not even our family ties should hold us back from following him. In Christ's mind, that is how much friendship with him matters. It's worth sacrificing everything over. So we pray that we can be awake to God's call to us in our lives. He doesn't just call some of us here to be his disciples. He calls every single person who's baptized to be his disciple. A week or so ago, we celebrated the feast of St. John Vianney. He's the patron, he is one of my favorite saints. He's the patron saint of parish priests. So he's kind of like my mentor. He was a parish priest in the little town of Ars in France um, in, the, in the mid-1800s. He spent his entire priesthood ministering in that small village, in this very small church. When he arrived there, there were only about 60 households, which is just, you know, a few of these people sitting here right in front of me here. He would spend hours and hours preparing his homilies each week, and when he would give them, people would yawn, okay? They'd mimic him when he was giving them. They would... Um, Yes, even leave Mass early, okay? Besides this deplorable behavior at Mass, they hung crude posters on his rectory front door. They wrote letters to the bishop asking the bishop to remove him. One woman, woman even accused him of fathering her child, which, of course, was, was false. And um, later in his life, um, St. John Vianney wrote, if he said, if... On my arrival at ours, he said, 
If I had foreseen all that I was going to suffer there, I would have died on the spot. That's what he said. By the time he, he came to his final years, though, he became world famous. Believe it or not, they had to run special trains. They had to run a special line to this little village of ours to carry all the people of France, indeed all the people from continents of the world, to this little village. Um, Because he became a very famous confessor. People would wait days just to have him hear their confession. St. John Vianney had the gift of reading souls. He would often recite the penitent's sins before they even had a chance to confess them, remind them of sins that they hadn't confessed or sins that they were hiding. Now, how did such a poorly educated French peasant become such a world-renowned spiritual force? Because he was not only responsible for converting this small town of ours, but he's literally converting all of France as well. Europe. Um, It wasn't his extraordinary intelligence because he did so poorly in the seminary that they didn't even want to ordain him. He had to be convinced, the bishop had to be convinced to ordain him. It wasn't his extraordinary talent because he didn't have any, but it was his extraordinary love. It was his extraordinary sense of mission. He had a fire that burned in him that completely consumed his heart and a fire of Christ burning in his heart. When he received his assignment of ours, he didn't even know where ours was. He didn't know the way. When he approached the vicinity, he stopped the farmer and asked if he knew where ours was. The farmer said yes, and the future saint said, if you show me the way to ours, I'll show you the way to heaven. And here's a man who knew his sense of mission. He knew where he was going. Do we have that same sense in our lives? Jesus reminds us today that it's always not going to be smooth sailing. That was the way it was for St. John Vianney. He definitely felt the heat of battle in his life. That's what our current Holy Father is telling us as well. He says it's not always going to be cushy for us in our lives. In fact, he says that the church has to be a field hospital. So we shouldn't be surprised when things don't always work out the way we have it planned. He says in our friendship with Jesus, if it's going to be real, he says, and if we're going to grow, he says, there's going to be times when we have to weather storms in our lives. In the world that we live in today, it's very secular. So expect conflicts. Expect conflicts with your coworkers. Expect conflicts with family members. There may be times when you feel isolation, alienation, even smirks. Sometimes we have to take a stance. We were all anointed to be prophets. So today when you receive the Eucharist, ask Jesus to give you the grace to strengthen your choice for Christ and his values in your life and to give you the grace to live them out in the week ahead.